Hi, we are so happy you're here. Welcome to the Bloom Strong Podcast, where we are feminine as women and we are powerful as daughters. I am your host, Elizabeth Critton. And I'm your host, Annie Sad. Together, we have created the Bloom Strong Coaching Program. This podcast is where we connect women of all walks of life who are committed to walking in faith, living with intention, and deepening their roots in truth. Our hope is that you feel encouraged and equipped with the tools to build heart, break through, defy the odds, and shine your light. If you are feeling this podcast and you want to stay connected, be sure to follow us on the social. Our favorite place to hang out is Instagram, and our handle is at bloom underscore strong. So grab your coffee, cozy up, and let's dive in. Okay, we are recording. Hi, guys. So Annie and I um, wanted to get on and just talk to you about quality of life and how sometimes we have so much pressure to go and to do and to get to a destination. And you see so much motivational inspiration all around you and you see other people doing all the things. And even I know for me, when I step into that and I'm doing all the things and I'm on a mission, sometimes I just feel emptied out. And I think that's kind of like that destination disease where you forget to be still and soak up life and the beauty in it when it's happening because you're so driven and determined on getting somewhere else. And so the sweetness that we're able to experience in the day-to-day and the little things is our life. And that is the goodness. It's all right there for us to have and to see in that moment. And so we just kind of want to talk about that today and um, invite you into a different way of thinking and a different way than what the world might be telling you. Yeah, I love this topic. And I think, you know, we do the Bloom Strong and we do the coaching and you and I, like so many other women are super driven to like do, do, do. And it's, we are here to represent and steward who we are well, but we also want people to know it's not about doing as much much as it is about being present and like content and walking with purpose, but not like running just to get to the next step and like enjoying what's around you. And so, you know, a lot of people may look at us and think we're just like, go, 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 go. But we really want people to just live fully where they are, but continue to walk and, and use the gifts they have but enjoy the gifts that are around them. One thing that's been stirring in me that really helped shift the perspective in my heart about things, and this is like really new, and I think we hear things and it's like a seed planted, you know, that's what we talk about all the time. And then it just, as we experience life and as we open up our minds to deeper ways of thinking and new ways of thinking, we're able to let things sink deeper into the core of our being and our heart motives and our minds and stuff like that. And 
so, you know, we always are told like, be thankful for what you have or be thankful for what, be thankful for your body or, you know, all of those things are your kids and thank God for those things. But like everything that we have is just lent to us in this short lived life. They say that life is here on earth is like a vapor. Like it's so quick. You can, you, you know, how if you see steam, you like can't even grab it because it's so fleeting. That's what they say. And so if God gave us like everything, everything that we have, everything good that we have in our life is a gift that we're able to just use, including the skin we're in, including our children, um, our responsibilities, all of those things. So my body is not even my body. And so I just think that um, if you look at everything around you and the moments and the responsibilities that you have, it changes things when you realize God is just lending me this and it's my job and privilege and to steward it. But also I can just be in this moment and appreciate it and be grateful rather than feeling like I need to do more. I need to make something happen. I need to reach another level so I can get this thing or get this level of significance in my life because it just really changes perspective. And so I was like, wow, that's so cool. So um, slowing down to speed up in a sense, but it's like slowing down to fill up, to leave a life of legacy, to leave a life that was intentional and meaningful and well cared for. And it makes me think of like our grandmothers. And I don't know about like you know, what your grandma was like, but like, when I think of my grandmothers, I just remember how well they stewarded and how well they cared for things. And, um, it was always fun to look in their drawers and like, look, I still do this. Like I'll look through my grandma's jewelry because everything's so well kept. And I sometimes wonder if I have bought more stuff than my grandma has in her whole life, literally, because like, I don't spend a lot of money, but I'm like, I sometimes get in that, like, consumer like oh redecorate or oh revamp my wardrobe or whatever and I'm like I feel like my grandma's had the same things and just taken care of them forever and guess what modern mid-century decor is back in style so just there's no need to revamp all the time <laughs> but anyways I just think it's precious and it's admirable and um I want to I want to walk into that right now so I don't want to wait anymore I don't want to stir anymore I just want to steward if that makes sense I love that that's kind of what's been dropping in your spirit and like what has been hitting you because I think that's a move of God. I think God is because he's shown me something in a similar but different way. And I think he always drops into our hearts what's kind of going on in everyone else's, especially those who want to stand up and lead, that he wants to give you the tools that other people are crying out for. And like there's, we have all of this that we're filling up around us, but how many of us are filling up who we are? You know, we, we fill up everything surrounding us our in every waking moment, every day with things, but we're not actually filling up us. I remembered a time when I was ready to kind of move into the gifts that I knew I could bring. And I remember saying I wasn't created to just fold clothes. I 
was created as a Annie before I was created to have the responsibility to fold clothes. However, with every choice we make, we are created to carry out our responsibility with that choice. So, but God didn't ask us to buy those clothes. We chose to buy those clothes. He gives us a free will to buy those clothes. So if I'm going to choose to buy an abundance of clothes for me and my kids and all of that, I am taking the responsibility of my choice by cleaning those and folding those and presenting them well. But I wasn't created to, he didn't create me to be just a clothes folder because he didn't create, he didn't even create us with clothes. Like we were born naked. So (laughs) it's interesting when we think about it, a lot of the things we fill our time with are extra things that we chose to bring on into our life, which he wants to bless us in an, he wants us to enjoy the things that we add to our life, but we have to take responsibility with those choices. Oh my goodness. I was taking so many notes and God was connecting so many cool things when you were talking. I love that because you're like, I didn't have to go buy more clothes. Like we have more than we need. So here I am. It's a, it's a consequence for, you know, you buy an extra clothes, whatever. So I wasn't created for that. I was created without clothes. Like we were naked and in the garden of Eden, they were naked and they were content naked without worrying and striving for anything. And they were completely satisfied and taken care of by the Lord. And they were happy with that. And he met their every single need. So they didn't feel the need to consume or strive or stress or reach any level. And that was, that changed when they bought into the lie that they did need to. So when I was thinking, or when I was listening to you and you were like, um, you have the ability to choose, you have the ability um, to have free will. And it's like, you do just like with clothes, just like with stuff, with clothes, you're going to have to fold it with stuff. You're going to have to organize it, clean it with food. So sometimes we consume for comfort. God gives us free will. He doesn't say, Hey, you have to eat this. You know, I could comfort you or you could do that. You have free will to choose that. But just like you kind of sometimes feel like enslaved to your laundry, but you understand the bigger picture. Sometimes we might feel enslaved to counting calories or um, the gym or exercise. And we're like, why do I don't want to spend my, I wasn't made to spend my whole life in the gym. I wasn't made to spend my whole life organizing my house. I wasn't, you know, or all this stuff, but all of those moments are us like, just being humans and we struggle with trust and that's us looking for something for comfort or um, who knows what we're thinking, but it's like a little bit of distrust provides a little bit of enslavement that you'll have to battle out of. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. Um, And so in those moments we can choose freedom or we can choose to be imprisoned and it's always uncomfortable because we're choosing the supernatural when we choose freedom rather than the flesh and the instant result. But if we choose freedom and delayed gratification, we're going to get stronger in that and we're going to get better at it. And it's going to just trickle into every other area. So that was cool. I really like that. So if you think about it, anything that is disposable on this earth, we weren't created to serve that. And so 
but we were created to serve others and love others. And like, what is the biggest thing all of us want is connection, you know? So there's things we do in our walk that we need to have responsibility and make sure it's good, but we're not enslaved to the things that are disposable, but we are to be good stewards of who we are, our bodies, but other people as well. And so if you want to spend more time doing the things you were made for, spend less time choosing all the extra things in life you don't really need. When you were like, we were made for connection and serving others. And that's, I love that so much because as much as the influence, the influencers of the world are encouraging us to do more and to, you know, produce all this content on social media and do this and get your work out and do this. Those are all good things that you with God need to think about and do with him and and for the right reasons. And that's going to be a a process, a time, a heart change, all of those things. But because we are starved of connection, I believe that we're enslaved to distractions. So good. Yeah. We desire, we're, we're starved of connection, tenderness, and purity. Like just the purity of connection for no ulterior motive. Um, the pure motive of, I want people to live in the fullness of who God made them to be. And I know that God wants them to be content and filled with peace and love and worthiness because of who he made them to be. And so, um, yeah, that was just something that I think with Bloomstrong and everything that we're doing, a lot of people want a quick fix. A lot of people want to sign up for some kind of coaching and have this radical turnaround in their life. And they don't do the slowdown work and the connection work that is needed for true transformation that takes place because of, because of God's tender, pure love. And I believe that in Bloom Strong, that is what we're doing. And so it's a spin and it's different and it's new, but I know deep down anyone that's listening is starving and craving the slow down, beautiful, sweet little moments that are passing them by because we know life flies by. And so to just take your headphones out and just listen to the birds chirp. Can you imagine like how beautiful that moment would be if you just did it and you just let the enemy stop telling you, no, you have to go do this, this, and this. So I think that that's really what we're trying to bring. And when you're quiet, I think that that's when God can move and really heal your heart. I like... I mean, before we came into this, I had so many things on my to-do list. I mean, I had so much happening this weekend, but I just sat with my son and like spent time with him. And he just like, was like, I love you, mom. And like, that felt so good. And like, that's what God wants us to do with him. Like we, he just wants us to just sit with him for a little bit or just pause with all the to-dos because it's really about that connection. And that time, just sitting next to my son, he felt connected to me 
first when I'm always out just doing, 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 and I'm serving him. Yeah, I'm doing good things, but really his desire is connection with me, not all the things I do for him. He loves that. And, you know, we love to be served in those ways, but our deep desire is that heart to heart connection. And I believe that's even with God, what he desires and what really fills us up is knowing where we come from and who created us and feeling connected to that. I think, you know, we go and we have all of these, um, you know, DNA tests and like, where do we come from? Who do we come from? Like, we're always looking to like, where's the source? Like, where do we come from and who are we? And we can have that every day if we just pause and stop trying to fill it all in. You know, it's kind of like having, if I had a room and I just filled it with all of these books because I just, and I just kept filling with all these books and I had it all, like I have all this knowledge, but I never took time to actually sit down and read it and like, let it fill me. I was filling my room, but it wasn't filling me. We live in a world where there's so much filling to like fill our environment, fill our space, but we're not actually letting it resonate and we're not actually walking it out because we just have too much clutter. We don't even know what to use today. We don't even know what book to choose from. Like we always, we just have so much happening. Like we're gaining all of this stuff and, oh, that's a really good way to, you know, help your kids. That's a really good way to do this. That's a really good way to do this. But are you actually walking it out? Like, are we actually using it and being present with it in the day? Or are we just trying to gain all of this stuff and do all of these things to just have this list of checks, you know, too much. It's all about who has the most and somehow that's valuable, but what's valuable is the quality that we bring. And my son can look at my mom, me and be like, look at all that she does and all of this stuff. But I bet you anything, he would rather have that one quality time with me than all of these to do things. That is so sweet. And it's so true. I love, God is so good because um, I was telling you, I found that recliner because I'm getting a little extension on my house, which is nice to have a little bit more space, but we don't have a recliner. So normally like we snuggle in, in the bed or Leighton and I, or we're awkwardly sitting on the couch. It's just not good for snuggling. Anyway, so he was on my lap last night and we were watching Homeward Bound together in this little recliner and it was so cozy and comfortable. And we only had like 10 minutes of movie time before he had to go to bed, but um, it was so sweet. And I just felt that same, same, like, oh, this, this is gold. Like this, even if it's 10 minutes of quality, not distracted, like they know if you're watching the same movie with them or not. You know what I mean? And then when you're talking about books, I was like majorly convicted because I've told like, <laughs> I've told like so many people, I'm like, okay, I cannot buy another book. Like they're all really good, but I'm like, I, I need, and I'm like handing, I'm passing on the books that I read um, and getting rid of them. But I was like, oh my gosh, she's talking to kids. She's see in my house right now. Like the, the shelves <laughs> of books, you're like, I don't need 20 books. I'm like, what about like 200? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah guilty but it's okay I am reading them slowly but no I do like I appreciate more the quiet time that I have opening the books or doing devotionals or whatever and reading rather than just looking at the stack of books it's like oh great more books you know what I mean yeah and that's it's so good to have books but it was the analogy of knowledge that comes we just have so much knowledge but not a lot of people have truth Mm. and so 
there's, there's all of this knowledge coming at us and we're all so hungry of like, oh, this is really good. I got to do this. I got to do this. But, and we're not really looking at what's true to who we are and what's true to what we need to do. And what's, we just do what everybody else is doing, thinking it's just going to work. But there's a truth for each person. There's every day we all have our truth that we're supposed to live in and that we're supposed to do. And it's not, we're not supposed to gather everyone else's stuff and try to make it part of who we are. We get to grab onto the good, one good thing that really serves us in that moment, in that time. You have to give yourself time to like soak up everything that you're learning. And I think it is, it's so important because if we were to receive every single day without barriers, the love of God and how much he loves us and who he created us to be, and that we are image bearers of him, um, we wouldn't fret and we wouldn't worry and we wouldn't overconsume. We wouldn't have those fat hearts, you know, that are just like, I need more, I need more. And there would be such a peace. And so what we are really excited to do is have, as we move forward, continue to provide more tools that invite you in to the peace that's there for you, that the world's trying to hide from you. And, um, and that is going to add that gold, that like density, that quality to every moment in your life. It doesn't mean you still can't do really amazing things, but it's going to help you step with more quality, more quality, more purpose, have more memories, have that life that you want to live that matters and a legacy for your children and your grandchildren. And so you're walking a purpose out, but it's not a rushed purpose. It's not a purpose you're trying to make unfold in your own time. So Annie and I are super excited because in March, we're going to release our planner we've been working on for quite some time. <laughs> and um, it really starts with the end in mind. And so um, you're going to be thinking about, you know, at the end of your life, how do you want people to remember how you stewarded each area of your quote unquote garden, but your life. And that's the first thing that you do in this planner. Um, and it's going to help you really pull out like your passions and your purpose and your mission statement, all of those things, you know, some of the things are regular planner things, but one of the great things that I love is every single day we want to invite you into a peaceful space and a peaceful place where you can sit down with a grateful heart, with a servant's heart, with a heart that knows that every good thing that they have is a gift that the Lord is lending you for this short time and write down with intentionality how you're going to care for this life and how you're going to safeguard this life and the action steps you're going to take to recreate um, your life every single day. And so we're really excited and we just know it's going to bless so many women and there's just so much goodness that happens when you take that time to carve out, to think, to breathe, to relax, to pray, to plan, and um, to live with that intention and stay deeply rooted in the truth. So, yay. So excited. Yeah, very excited for that. And just on top of that, just why we're so passionate about you starting your day or even preparing your next day with this kind of planner is because there is so much in the world pulling at you and telling you things. And so 
when you establish who you are, what you need to do, that is when you can walk out and not be uh, swayed back and forth. Like, you know, you can allow the things that you want in your life to come in and then reject the things that you don't need in your life that are going to overwhelm you and consume you. So we're super excited to release this for you guys. So you can do this and you can walk with more peace and intention and purpose for what you are meant to do that day. And I think like what's super cool and Annie talked about this in our Bloomstrong coaching call the other day, um, was when you like map out, like, let's say you're mapping out a room layout and you take out everything you don't want in there. You're like, well, this doesn't serve me. This doesn't look good. And this doesn't, you know, make my space feel nice. And, and then you put the things that you really love and treasure. Um, when things come in that like disrupt your flow, like in your home, um, or it's just really easy to see things and identify things that are out of place and they're not going to match up to that original blueprint that you set for yourself. And so that is why it's so exciting to have this planner because it starts with the end in mind. You're going to be able to identify, okay, this is what I want in my space. This is what I don't want in my space. Okay. So just so you know, your space is your life, but, um, and you're going to have that heightened awareness. And anytime you feel like, Oh, I don't know, go back, look at the things you drew up. Look at your blueprint. Look at the woman you know deep down inside of your heart God made you to be. And um, go ahead and you're free to, to become. And I think that you have to know that the becoming process is a pursuit. It's a process. It takes time. You're a flesh being with habits of the world that you're going to have to figure out how to align with God's truth and invite him into those places to help you press into his comfort so that you can be redesigned and defined in his image and walk into that. And so the great thing about the planner, and we've talked about this, it's 90 days worth, but it's like the book, the one the one notebook and one planner. It's like everything hopefully you'll need in once. You won't have all these random, like a budget thing and a workout thing and a lifelong thing. And, um, I don't know, there's other things in it too, but, um, so there's notes. So if you're reading books, you can be taking notes in there and stuff. But the thing we were talking about is let's say you show up at the end of your life and you do arrive at the woman that you drew up in your blueprint. And you are beautiful and you're amazing and you're patient and you're kind and you're joyful and you're selfless and you're just wonderful. And that's who you'll be, I believe, for it. Um, All your grandkids (laughs) are going to be like, Grandma's so amazing. You're so amazing. Like, how did you do it? And I just have a vision of you having this stack of planners and notes and all these journaling things, you know, like here. It was a process. Go ahead. Like you'll have a handbook to literally hand them if you want to. And, um, or maybe a few, I'm not saying you have to keep them all because that would be a lot, but a few so they could see your intentionality. They could see your consistency. They could see the work that you did to overcome the things that you needed to, and that you weren't like that from the start. (laughs) And so I'm just super excited. Um, this is definitely for women that want that, that life that leaves legacy and meaning and quality over quantity 
over quantity of victorious achievements, um, quality of life and memories. So, yay. <laughs> yeah, I love the quote, um, our ceiling is their floor. So like, they're going to see all of these beautiful things, but really you have set them up where they get to start walking because of what you've done. Oh, and another thing I was thinking is like, I don't know if you guys have your grandparents in your life or if you've lost grandparents or whatever, but as you sit down and open up this planner and you are already starting with the end in mind, maybe it's because they had an impact on you, but it's like people have gone before you. And I think that's a lot of, you know, like the good in people is the God in people. And, um, I just imagine like my personally, like my grandparents that have passed away when I sit down and I'm filling this out, I think their hearts are just like gleaming. Like they're just like, that's my girl. (laughs) I'm like, oh, so I just envisioning all these grandparents in heaven, like looking down on these beautiful granddaughters or daughters, maybe like, I don't know where you're at if you've lost parents. Um, and God, like God is our father. And he's like, that's my girl. You know, it's like so sweet. (laughs) So I just love it so much. And this is God breathe. We've just been like stepping and like, is this what you want us to do? And, and then we go and, and so, so it unfolds. (laughs) So I want to share, I'm reading from a book called Killing Kryptonite by John Bevere. And he said in the book that really hit me this morning is Not once did a lack of resources keep Jesus from doing what he needed to do. And it really revelated with me um, because as we are talking about our topic and talking about all the things we need to do to live our best life or feel fulfilled, um, we actually think we're lacking something and that's why we're grabbing all of these things and that's why we're searching and looking at other people and we're trying to fill in with all of this other stuff, thinking that once we grab it all, then we can walk in purpose and then we can be who we're meant to be. But we already have what we need in order to do what we need to do. And so it's not that we're lacking resources. We're lacking perspective of God. We're lacking God's understanding. We're lacking God's faith. We're lacking God's perspective. And we're taking on the worldly perspective of what we need to be successful. We're taking on the worldly faith, the worldly reasoning of how it's going to work. And if we shake that off and realize you have already inside of you, what you need to walk out this day to walk forward, then that is when we feel overwhelmed and trying to sift through things. So I, I just love it. I just thought it was so powerful because Jesus never said, I can't do that. I don't have what I need right now. He never said that he walked and he, and God showed him every circumstance that he was supposed to meet and in steward in that moment. We need less of the world, but the world makes you think you need to consume or you need to do this. And this needs to be better and all of those things. And it's like, it's really convicting actually. Like, I'm like, Oh my goodness. You know, those moments where you're like, I feel so far from (laughs) where God wants me to be. (laughs) Like, I'm like, wow. Like 
because we have those thoughts all the time of like, oh, I really like that outfit. You know, like, I wish I could dress like Kate Middleton. You know what I mean? Like, she's so classy and like all of her clothes are like quality and they probably don't come apart in the washer. Like those things. Like, so, I mean, it, it's good, I think, to be inspired, but to just bring your heart always back to like, what's my motive? Am I content with what I have? Am I making a good choice with my finances? Do I really need to do this? Um, or is it the world's influence that's telling me I need to? So I think that if you are aware and if you can bring yourself like back to center, like the center today and like just have awareness, like even when you're on social media and stuff on like, what is social media telling you to do? Like, what's it making you want to do? Is that an invitation from the world or is it an invitation to trust God and be completely provided for, comforted and taken care of and loved by him in your moment right now in your nakedness, right? That's a tough one. I'm going to, I'm going to do my best with that. It's like, it's so hard because we're all sinners. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, and I think he wants, like, he does want to bless us with the things that are going to help us go deeper, go farther, go wider, you know, in, in life. But so many of us think if I just have that, then it would be enough. And that is where we're lacking because it's like, it's like, that's the whole process of a baby growing. Like you have, um, you don't have solid foods at first. You're supposed to learn to use what you have. And then as you grow and mature, you're able to take on different things and more things that are going to help you, um, as you grow. So it's not that, he doesn't want to give you the things. It's the timing. And so using what you have and learning and growing with that will eventually be able to take on, you know, more things. Maybe it's like, you know, we start in this little house and we want to bring people under house and have community, right? But we're not there yet. And eventually as we grow and we, we steward our family well and steward who we are well we're going to have more capacity to bring more people into our home and God is going to bless with a bigger dining room. You know, like he's going to let us walk into that, but we don't just need something and grab it and thinking that's going to be it. It's steps. I think that goes with um, that instant gratification and instant comfort and that instant like longing. It's, it's okay. Like you have to invite him into the process in order for him to give you those things. And I think that that's, what's so hard is because it's like such a quick, like get it now kind of thing. And we just want to do it and we're afraid it won't be there later and all of those things. And so that's good. That's so good. I love that. And it just, yeah, it doesn't, it makes it so much kind of easier to remember too, that like everything here is his and we're just here for a quick vapor and we get to choose to steward well and enjoy it or stir and strive and stress. And, you know, so, um, yeah, it's really cool. And I hope that that is what bloom strong is cultivating. And, um, we do, we just are so ready to serve and connect with whoever is looking for that, whoever's looking for that peace and that slowdown and that quality. Um, and just to break away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life and what the world is 
tricking you into thinking you need to do so. That was awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you feel inspired, hopeful, and empowered to walk in faith, live with intention, and deepen your roots in truth. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review and share the inspiration with a friend. Maybe you're also feeling a stirring, like it's time for you to break through and bloom strong in who you know you're supposed to be. If so, we challenge you to go to ladiescommittofit.com and click our Bloom Strong coaching program, where we walk together through creating the life you desire by first stewarding a strong, healthy, and clear vision of who you were made to be. Remember, together we achieve more, and together we bloom strong.